I have a very, very clear memory of wanting to explore more like how do I write a song. And I had like a breakthrough moment when I listened to a Nina Simone song. Southern trees Barren strange fruit I mean, she's amazing, like there is no doubt about that. But it was almost like, you know, when you listen to a, a song or see something, you saw it or listen to it like a million times. And then one day you just suddenly realize something new. And it was uh, the song Blood on the Leaves. And there is this specific moment where sh she's singing and the leaves are falling down. The way she's singing it, she's like creating this image with her voice of the leaves are falling down and I was just seeing like how it goes in the wind falling down like that and I was like, oh my God, this is genius. Tapping into that understanding that basically you create melodies to create an image or tell a story or like are you falling or are you standing up and then you can kind of create a melody out of that My name is Camilla Myre my artist name is Vulnerable or Vulnerable and I'm releasing my first album called Airborne this spring 2022 I did the productions and I did the mixing texts and melodies. I guess I was tripping about mixing. So I was thinking a lot about mixing when I was listening to music and realizing that it's a lot about confidence. I mean, definitely when you're making something that's not trying to be a very specific genre or there are some rules you can follow, but... You can also just close your eyes and listen, you know. Just drag the things and like find the space where it feels good. I started making music in 2017. At that time, I was the visual girl. I was doing visual stuff. So my friends who made music, they asked me if I wanted to do a music video for them. I made one music video and that led to another music video and another music video. And then working with video and music and sound, I got more and more intrigued and I thought maybe I could flip it around. Maybe I could make sound to my videos. I 
and at that time MIA was coming out with her music and I was super intrigued by her and I read into her story and who she was and the way she started was actually going to art school making documentaries and videos and one day she decided that she wanted to learn how to make music downloaded the music program and started to make music and at that time it was so inspiring because it was someone I could like see myself in a little bit a woman of color that wanted to be very impactful in the way she was expressing herself that was it I started to learn how to produce music My first sounds was created in Logic. So I started making like really weird instrumental, very simple and just super raw. I really like that process of being like, I guess a bit nerdy or technical, like focusing on small details and I think you need to have that interest if you're going to go into music production. So the way I started was actually using samples. I started downloading like realistic sounds. So it could be like raindrops or actually like, uh, you know, the boiler, the kettle. Like <laughs> I had this one idea where I was, I was like, oh, I could make a song like from when I start the kettle, you know, it's like shh, and then it grows in the sound, and then like that could be like a song. So I was still in this kind of like conceptual, visual universe. And then playing with the effects to try to make it like not too literal. So I think a good example is one of the first songs I made on off. The idea was to collect sounds from light sources. I downloaded flickering lights, turning on off lights, light switch, lights in everything with lights. And that is actually a socket that is pulled out of a plug and then it's like cut into a beat. I can turn you The whole idea for the song was created out of those samples. And then the lyrics were then uh, inspired by the samples. It kind of created this pop narrative around that kind of conceptual idea. Let's keep the lights down low. The first things that was out was the first things I made. I guess I've been showing my process very like raw. 
having this energy, just like making something out with it. This type of energy actually also comes a bit from a frustration around when I was starting. I just felt like being a female is often expected that everything you do should be like perfect. And I know for a fact because I have a lot of female friends who make music or produce and they're so hard on themselves, like it's crazy. And I guess it was also a way of rebelling a bit to like that expectation or just being like, I don't need to be perfect and know what I want and fit into this idea. Maybe I just want to make music and maybe I just want to don't give a fuck. And maybe I just want to release it, you know, and show where I'm at. I could have done something that was more comfortable, easily. And (laughs) I got some comments like, why do you make it so hard for yourself? You know, and it's a bit like, I don't make it hard for myself. (laughs) Like, I guess it's like how I feel. And then it's like interpreted through art. That's what I'm doing. It's not always going to be pretty or comfortable, but I am genuinely like doing this for me. And that feels good to say, you know. Tension is my main kind of drive. I'm pushing myself a lot to try different things or like experiment because I kind of want to go in those places where it's uncomfortable and why do I want to do that that's like a I guess it's like a deep rooted thing when I started to make music I instantly felt very free because I was dancing, making videos, um, sculptures. I was, you know, trying to explore how to express myself. And when I started with sound, it was kind of that feeling of like I could create a room where I felt very powerful and honest. I could express myself and communicate. <laughs> There are a lot of feelings I had in my life where I think it's very hard to explain. I've gone to therapy and talked about my feelings and I've been talking and talking. And I think at some point words, they don't have any meaning at the end, especially if you've been talking for 10 years. And to then have like this new language, I felt like people understood what I was saying and I understood myself a little bit better sometimes. I started making this album around two years ago and it's centered around my personal experiences a lot. So when I came up with that album title Airborne, it was in a time in my life where I was starting to actually read a lot about adaptation. 
and it opened a lot of uh, thoughts and processes and in that time I watched this documentary on Netflix it was about what life would be on other planets if it was possible so there was this one planet where there was no gravity so they were explaining that in that climate all the species would be airborne and all the creatures were flying I mean like when you see those creatures flying in the air you know when they're airborne they're also kind of just floating alone around and just existing it kind of just gave a very like visual picture to something I've been feeling for a long time I didn't really grow up with my Ethiopian side and never talked about going there. It's always been very uh, like distant in a way. And through music, I have felt that I could kind of connect more with my African roots. Through dance, through art, expressing myself, I felt more connected than anything else. I can create my own like narrative, my own home. But I always been curious and talking with people from Ethiopia or meeting people who've been there, eating the food, listening to the music. It's been a long time coming and it's complex. It's like I have to be ready. This is fundamental. After COVID, I decided to move to Marseille because I always wanted to try and live somewhere else that was a bit more warm, a bit more south. And when I came here, I was closer to Africa. I felt like the way to Africa was much more in reach. And also going through all these last years, dealing with my adoption, thinking about where I come from, all these questions. So I booked the tickets to go to Ethiopia. It was time. Today it's my third day in Addis Ababa. I was thinking about it yesterday that I actually feel very comfortable, um, which is really good and I'm super relieved about that because I think that was my biggest fear that I would like not be able to relax or maybe it has something to do with that it's actually my family. Like, I don't know, because, like, I guess for other people, it's, it makes sense, maybe, when you're related, that you feel com comfortable. Uh, I don't know. There is, like, a lot of thoughts going through my head. Not in a bad way. It's just really overwhelming. Last night, I was so tired, but I couldn't sleep. There was just so much going on. And I think also I was talking with friends before I did this travel and they were like, oh, you know, it's going to be fine. You know, it's going to be 
because I was really nervous. And I was just thinking, like, oh, you don't understand, you know, um, which they don't. But now I'm thinking, like, there is something that I don't understand, you know. Maybe I don't understand the family bond or, like, what that is, DNA or, like... Because when you lived in a family where you don't look like anyone, you feel connected, but... I mean, this feels a bit different. They really like to chill here. <laughs> it's all about eating. There's always food on the table. Coffee, ceremony, every day. And also space to just, I don't know, just be. I guess this is what they call like unconditional love. Looking my way Just the other day If I tell you that I don't Think you understand my pain Hey Don't know your name But I know You look the other way I've just been so caught up Yeah, I know I've just been The first time I was asked to perform, it was in a festival in Copenhagen. I didn't know how I was going to play my music. I just started producing. And then I had this super interesting talk with a good friend of mine. She's older. I look at her as a grandmother. And she was an artist all her life. And we talked about my performance. And I asked her, like, I don't know like how I should do it. Do you have any suggestions? And she was saying, like, so what do you want to say? And I said, I guess there is something about showing a weakness and a strength at the same time. And then she said, I think it would be pretty powerful if you just stood alone. And I was like, here we go. Completely alone on stage. Terrifying, to be honest. But I was thinking, like, I'm vulnerable, you know, <laughs> like, the action was creating, like, an image. It was, like, a very honest image of me, my process, and w what I wanted to say. It can make other people feel uncomfortable, because I guess I was comfortable being uncomfortable. Since I came, I've been around the city a little bit, seen like different parks and nature and people. And it's so weird that I, I look like everyone else. It's the first time in my life. <laughs> and even though I'm half Norwegian, half Ethiopian, so there is obviously like a cultural difference in a way, but 
I don't stand out when I'm in Scandinavia. I stand out. Here I am still like blending in more. And that feels really good. I already seen some some musicians where I'm like really mind blown. I definitely feel like it's inspiring me, but not in the way that I thought it would. It's not like in a technical way or in a very concrete way. It's more is like spiritual or comforting. Like I feel there is something that's makes me more like whole in a way. Like there are some things that are falling into place and I guess sometimes I'm I, f I feel like things are forced and I feel like I live I grew up in a society or like live in a society where it's all about like presentation <laughs> to validate kind of give meaning to what you do or to who you are and it doesn't really matter. Finally, I've been able to sit down and make some music uh, and I finished my first demo. So I'm gonna play what I made. The name Vulnerable I created actually before I started to make music. There is no wrong or right way to pronounce it because the word doesn't exist. It can mean whatever you want it to mean. But there are obviously some associations. It was just a wordplay combining the word vulnerable with war. I've always been fascinated by how if you are showing a lot of emotions, it can be perceived as a weakness. I remember like growing up and I thought like this is the biggest misunderstanding in the world. If you're going to express your emotion and show your emotion, I feel like it's something you need to fight. It's intense. That's why it's powerful. So I'm really excited to, to share this album and it's like my DNA. Mm -hmm. 